Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. The panel. Sam Ackerman and Ollie Ritchie with us this morning on the slightly sad morning. A reflection time, of course, of the, the great uh, Inga the Winger passing away at the tender age of 52. And uh, both these gentlemen, uh, I'm sure, will have thoughts on. We'll start with you, Sam Ackerman, of course, because... Um, it is sad for not just rugby fans, uh, people in general, but league fans as well, because he very successfully crossed codes, didn't he? Yeah, he certainly was one of the ones that uh, managed to do it uh, very well. And then morning to you, uh, Smithy, uh, Ollie, and everyone listening. Uh, Inga was a, um, a force of nature, and I don't think anyone, anyone who watched him play, certainly live as well, will ever forget that they saw him play. It's not like, oh, I wonder if he's one of those games that I was at. He leaves an impression, let alone on the people marking him. They're probably still feeling those bruises um, the, all these years later. He was the low centre of gravity, the speed that he ran with. He, he wasn't the size of Jonah. He wasn't the size of, of Manu Vatuveve. but he was certainly a precursor to um, the devastating impact that you could put a, a fast behemoth of a human on, on a wing and the damage that could be done and I'll never forget you know watching guys like him on one wing and then, and then Terry Wright on the other it's you know complete chalk yeah. and cheese um, scenarios but uh, it was he was a real that's a real stage of the evolution of of rugby and of of the wing position as well just watching those two guys go from one from one era and, and one the, uh, the 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 flag bearer, if you like, of, of the new one. So he was a joy to watch, uh, and as you mentioned, incredibly successful in Wigan and, and Rugby League. Uh, I actually, one of those players that I watched play league and go, this is actually what he's better suited to. This is the sport that suits uh, Vangi Tuigamala better. But uh, he was, yeah, a, a joy to watch. Uh, and anyone who, who hear all the stories at the moment, anyone he had lucky enough to have a conversation with him, with meet him, a sweet human being whose smile uh, you will not forget. Um, and uh, a really colourful character through his time with uh, David Tua in boxing and with uh, the, the, the Undertaker business. Business. Yeah, just a, a character, but a um, I think a bit of a revolutionary. At least, at least somebody that helped spark through to um, what the how the winger position was played. Uh, the generation before me had uh, BG, and I think for me, um, I, I remember Inger in that kind of um, mould-breaking style. Yeah, great reflection, Sam. Too uh, appreciate that. Uh, Ollie Ritchie out of MIQ joins us. Um, uh, sad news, Ollie. Uh, I would imagine from a media point of view, and this had been before your days doing it, but he was such an engaging person. He would have been a rare breed, a real delight, win, lose or draw, uh, to deal with in the media. Yeah, absolutely. Morning, Smithy. Morning to you, Sammy, as well. Um, yeah, a real shame that, you know, for me personally, I, I never got to to have those interactions with him because from all of my my media colleagues that I've um, that I've spoken to and, and deal often with, they, they just say exactly that, um, Smithy, an absolute delight, a heart of gold, um, you know, so welcoming to people that that wanted to give him the time of day, really, to, to, to catch up with him and, you know, such a devastating loss. And I think it probably speaks a lot to, to Inger and, and his character and the way he played the game that, you know, when I 
uh, was just born is really when he was uh, was on the scene. So I sort of missed him really. But the fact that I know so much about him and the way that he played, um, you know, really speaks to who he was as as an athlete and and as a person. Um, and certainly from a media perspective, um, you know, one of those rare breeds that is just so welcoming and, and so warm um, when you speak with him. So, yeah, d- devastating news and a really tough loss. Uh, we're going to take a quick news break, fellas, and when we come back, we'll have a decent old go at a couple of other subjects. Uh, there's a cricket test starting, and uh, I think as we speak, uh, my new producer, Logan, is just keeping his eye out to see the result of the toss. We'll be back very shortly. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. Sam Ackerman, Ollie Ritchie with us at the moment. Ollie Ritchie, news coming through in the last uh, 24 hours that the Bledisloe Cup uh, is dropping down to two test matches, uh, leaving out the third one. Wow, yeah, it sort of seemed like uh, this was going to happen sooner rather than later, didn't it, Smithy? Um, you know, all nations really have been trying to get their test count down a little bit. I think, you know, New Zealand rugby particularly want to get the All Blacks down to around probably that 12 test matches per year, potentially 13. Um, it's been such a one-sided affair, you know, for the last decade and a bit, really. Um, you know, that it just seems that three test matches, um, you know, is, is probably a little bit of overkill. It, mean, it means that, you know, the Wallabies are going to have to win it in two, and they're going to have to win a, one of them uh, on this side of the Tasman as well. So it makes their job uh, even harder. But I think if you look closer towards that global calendar, um, you know, which World Rugby continues to try and get off the ground and continues to fail to get off the ground, um, you know, it's probably only a matter of time before it, it came to this. Um, so, you know, a couple of test matches, I, I think, is OK. Um, it means that, yeah, if the Wallabies want to win it, they're going to have to win one of them over the side of the Tasman, um, which makes their job even harder. Uh, was it, I think it was losing its gloss a wee bit. I hate to say that as a rugby commentator, Sam, but it was losing its gloss. It might not be a bad thing. Yeah, I think um, that uh, you can get too much of a good thing and you can certainly get too much of a mediocre thing. Um, and that's been the case <laughs> with the Bledisloe. I mean, they, they could have made some of these series best of 999 and Australia's still not going to win them. So it, it, uh, it does make it tough. That, um, but look, they're still going to win two tests against the All Blacks in the calendar year to get it. Um, and that means, yep, there's some, there were some cases where two of those tests could have been played in Australia with the, you know, the swapping them around between the two nations. But don't forget we've played four tests on quite a few occasions as well. So uh, the, the problem is, and we know this within cricket, um, as we're facing with the Black Caps, um, two tests does not a series maketh. In a lot of cases, it feels like you're missing the, an opportunity um, to get a, a proper result. Um, but it, it's going to be pretty... Uh, I, my concern is that the All Blacks now defend the um, Bledisloe rather than attack the Bledisloe. They just need to not lose... Um, to retain the Blitherslow now rather than win to keep the Blitherslow. And I know it's a bit of a cynical point. I don't want to accuse the All Blacks of those kind of tactics, but certainly rather than go out there to win a test, they know if they don't lose it, then they get to keep this silverware because no one wants to be that. I think rather than enjoying the Blitherslow now, I think there'll be a feeling within the, um, the New Zealand team of not wanting to be the team that loses it when you've had it for this long. Um, so... Mm-hmm. The, the, the crowds dictated this. They, they didn't show up um, when there was suddenly a contest on um, in the Blitzlow when there's two games at Eden Park in consecutive weeks. So I think they, yeah, I, I think we're ready for a little bit less Australia, thanks. Okay, I, I think you're right, actually. I think you're spot on there. Uh, what we're ready for, though, Sam, is uh, rugby league. We're getting some uh, pre-season games. Uh, 
Uh, Warriors, uh, pretty impressive last week. Titans this weekend, I believe. Uh, what have you made of uh, some of those preseason games? It's hard to read a lot into it, and this is the week where you can really start to get a gauge of how teams are travelling because you'll, you'll see your teams are putting out closer to their first choice team. And then the team that Nathan uh, Brown has named as a starting 13 is, is pretty much, I imagine, the team that he will look to put out um, barring injuries or someone putting their hand up in some stellar fashion uh, for round one because there's no Reese Walsh and no Matt Lodge and they're both carrying suspensions into the start of the season. So they're, uh, they're, they're picking a team with that in mind. Uh, and, of course, it's Sean Johnson. We were in the Warriors colours for the first time in a long time. I mean, you know, it's only been uh, 1,267 days, but who's counting um, since uh, the last time? Uh, I've run out of calendars and fingers with that one. But uh, it's, it's, good to, it's good to see Sean back, obviously. But uh, I, I'm really curious whether now that he'll be back in the jersey and certainly by the time round one, uh, whether they're really, you know, kicking a ball and anger comes into it, whether there's somewhere that resembles that same pressure on him. So the pressure right now really is who's on a six. The barrel battle out of this will be uh, with Cody Nicarima starting at six uh, and Ash Taylor on the extended bench. Um, he, they'll both get a chance to run. It's up to them to try now win that six jersey. But it looks like uh, Cody, who's been relatively strong from what I've seen in the uh, in the preseason so far, may have the inside running. Uh, and Channel Harris Devita is uh, playing at fullback until uh, Reese Walsh gets back at the least. So that could be a hindrance to his hopes of cracking the halves, that versatility. But it could mean a, a bench spot for him. It should mean a bench spot for him, I should say. Um, so a, a strongest, uh, a stronger pack as they can field. Yep, beating a, a storm was was great but obviously the Storm weren't full strength. Uh, the Titans looked okay last week, but uh, I just want to see combinations. Don't care about the result. Never have with trolls, but I do want to see some some of these link play, plays and, and players starting to look like they gel together because that's the key. Uh, I'm just looking uh, on the New Zealand Cricket website, actually, and uh, uh, there's no update on the toss, so maybe there's uh, a bit of a delay in play down there. I uh, haven't heard. Oh, okay, sorry, uh, Logan, pop on in. Uh, yes, the toss has happened, Smithy. South Africa win okay. it and they're electing to bat. Dean Alger has stated that it's important for us to front up. The wicket looks a lot better than the first test. Mentally, we were beaten by ourselves. Maybe New Zealand outskilled us. Uh, maybe it's not a bad thing to front up as a batting unit and hopefully get a respectable target. Thank you very much for that. Well, Ollie Ritchie, that's interesting in itself. I would have thought I'm not there. Uh, but I don't think it'd be vastly different on the different on the first morning. So they're going to take it on. Mm, doesn't look too different. I've just got it on the TV in my in my queue room at the moment, so it doesn't look vastly different. But obviously, Dean Alger will have had a closer look than you and I. Um, yeah, um, a vastly improved effort. He, he calls for it. He doesn't have to do much more to, to put a vastly improved effort out there than the first test, do they? <laughs> um, so no. just you know anything that resembles um, what an international test side should look like would be an improved effort from uh, from South Africa. Um, taking it on with the bat, that's a big call. Um, you know, Matt Henry was on fire in that first test on his home ground. Um, you know, I think this could we could be in for a bit more of the same uh, for South Africa. I hope not because I've got five days left in MIQ and I want this test to go five days. Oh, okay. That's uh, very selfish of you, but um, never mind. Um, <laughs> we might have some thoughts, some, some early... Some early thoughts on the the first round of Super Rugby. At least you got that to watch all weekend. You can set your calendar by that. Yeah, exactly, mate. I'm I'm looking forward in particular to tomorrow night. That Blues Hurricanes. Um, you know, 
RTS in the midfield um, up against Julian Savia, which was a little bit of a surprise for me. He's played a little bit in the midfield for Wellington um, and a little bit overseas as well, but he'll play uh, in the midfield up against Roger Tuivasa-Shek. I mean, that's the one everyone's looking forward to, right? All eyes are going to be on that Blues back line to see, um, you know, just how Tuivasa-Shek can go and, and, you know, probably need to tamper expectations a little bit. He has only had a couple of pre-season games and this will be his first proper game, so... Um, you know, I don't think he's going to set the world on fire, but I, I will be watching with, with a lot of interest to see, um, you know, how RTS can go, but, you know, also how that Blues team can go, because, if, you know, to be honest, Smithy, if the Blues can't win Super Rugby this year with the team that they have and the talent that they have, when are they ever going to win Super Rugby? Mm. I agree, um, uh, but they did win the, what, they won the Trans-Tasman one, didn't they? So uh, yeah, that, for me, is a bit of a... Bit of a Bit of a B price, uh, Ollie, for, for me a little bit. Uh, Sam, uh, have you? Uh, I guess you're busy with the league, uh, uh, probably as your uh, priority, but um, uh, Super Rugby uh, sort of, until Moana Pacifica get involved in that, I won't quite feel as if it's a complete start. It feels weird so far, and it's obviously not New Zealand rugby or any Super Rugby official's fault, and this is what red light, this is what uh, Omicron's bringing to us, but it, it hasn't felt like, you know, the season's underway, it just doesn't quite feel like it, but it feels feels quite disjointed. Uh, disjointed. I, amazingly, this will blow you away, Smithy, I also will be watching uh, Roger Tui Vasasek, um, <laughs> because uh, he is a, uh, he's a thorough talent, uh, and um, uh, as I, I can always tell you this, uh, a good league player uh, is always what rugby needs to be interesting, so um, every time that... Uh, <laughs> One gets drafted. One gets drafted in. The world gets excited. Same for Williams, Brad Thorne. You know, need to say more. When you get the good ones in, uh, now he just needs to make sure he's not a Benji uh, in uh, in the rugby convert text. And I, I, he, he's so talented. Can he handle the pressure? Absolutely. He's been in real pressure cooker environments. Can the rest of the Blues team handle the pressure? That I'm not sure about. I'm a born and bred Aucklander. I was, you know, spent my entire formative years there. So I cheer the Blues on, and I want to see them go well. Um, but I don't. I'm, it's easy for uh, old Cantabrian mate um, stuck in my queue to start throwing. <laughs> if they don't win now, they'll never win. I mean, they have won before, mate. Chill out. But uh, it is well, a uh, it is definitely a season they need to perform. <laughs> They do need to oh, perform. Yeah. I completely agree. They've got a good squad, and uh, it's no more uh, coulda, woulda, shouldas for them. Uh, I just, uh, I'm not sure. Have you heard of a team called the Warriors uh, and, and the promises of this is our year? <laughs> yeah, but see, I, I, I blame the, uh, uh-uh. the, um, the, 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 the rugby-based media for uh, such uh, abusive <laughs> hype of a team playing in an actual competition, you know, a tough one. Um, it's, it's, it's unfair, but, uh, and, you know, all the obstacles in front of them. I, I just wish you'd pay them. No, look, they should win. Yeah. They should win a title by now. There's no doubt. <laughs> they should have won a title by now. But uh, I, you, won't hear me, you won't hear me say this is their year, Smithy. They'll be holding the trophy up, and then I'll give you a call and say, hey, do you know what? Maybe it's the year. No, you won't hear that from me until then. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was the year. Uh, Ollie, uh, just before we go, I know MIQ's tough, mate. Are you getting any treats? Any treats at all, you poor bugger? I am, Smithy. Um, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for the um, the SENZ treats to arrive, but I'm sure they'll come over the next few days. But yes, I've um, I've received a few treats. My my lovely fiance dropped in um, a couple of bottles of wine and some uh, and some snacks and. Uh, Regular panelist Andrew Gordy actually uh, went to Fed Valley in Auckland and uh, brought me some poutine and a chicken sandwich from there. So a really good start 
um, from from Kim Bounds and Andrew Gordy. Um, I'm waiting for the Ian Smith and Sam Ackerman package to arrive, and, and like I say, I expect that sometime over the next few days. Yeah, I'll send um, one from Carol, and it'll be about six days away. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, it'll be the next knock at the door. Don't worry. The next knock at the door. Right. You just wait. You just wait, Ollie. I'll be waiting. Uh, there. Good, jo- good I'll luck. I'll be waiting there. Good, <laughs> good luck, mate. Enjoy. Enjoy. Thanks very much this morning to to both you and Sam Ackerman. Fantastic. Uh, input as usual from you guys, uh, strong panel members.